0: We are Eight. live. Yep. Was good. What's good.
1: Bye week blues for all of us, guys. Uh-huh. Bye week blues. Man. We are
0: bored. Worst. We are bored,
1: folks. Yep. <laughs> Let's yep. talk Chargers. Yep. Let's definitely talk some Chargers here, guys. Man, so keep uh, throw out your questions. Keep things going. But we got a little schedule here that we want to just chat a little bit about the entire team. Uh, we're going to kind of do a little bit of grading on what we've seen so far for the first. Four games of the season. So I'd say let's just go ahead and jump on into it, guys. I'm Deion Henley. You're watching the Mobile Podcast. Let's Let's do it.
0: All righty. We are live. Okay, folks. So, um, Chargers. Let's talk about the Chargers. Them Chargers. Always. Always and, and
2: every day. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite topic, as we know. So, um, all right. Well, we, we could start talking about this gentleman right here, old uh, Kellen Moore, how he's changing the offense. Nice. Uh, there's a lot yeah. to discuss about him, dude. A lot to discuss. A lot. And- hmm Anyways, I know James. You were talking. Me and I were talking a little bit about it today. What do you guys think? Where where are we at uh, on the offense? Um, and uh, what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah. So it was uh, Baldy did a uh, kind of a small recap of Kellen Moore's offense and kind of what he's been doing so far. Uh, the Chargers posted up on it. it's maybe about a five minute video of that. Um, yeah. You know. So one thing that I really watched out of that video, what I noticed about that video is. I wanted a guy who could put the players in the best position to win and win one-on-one battles, put them in positions to be able to succeed, to be able to get yards after catch. And that video kind of put to light to some ways that he's able to put players in a good position to win and to be able to get a nice yards after catch kind of situation. Like he pointed out one play where it was essentially like a double screen to Allen that allowed him, to essentially be wide open out on the outside uh, or basically the uh, outside hashtags and just be a perfect, perfect route for him to be able to get a nice long game. That's one thing that Kellen Moore that I've appreciated so far. I feel like he has done a good job of yeah. finding ways for players to win. And that's it. So that's my thoughts initially. What do you think, Andrew, Kyle, about what Kellen Moore has done so far?
0: Yeah, I think... Um definitely a lot of motion is happening in the NFL now for sure. Right. You look at Miami, uh, even the lions guys lions, you know, uh, was it it Brian Johnson? Is that his name? The uh, offensive coordinator over there. He's definitely going to be a head coach uh, very shortly. Um, But man, he's just doing a lot of pre-snap motion. They're getting away with a lot, right? Like they're getting away with a lot of pre-snap motion. Uh, Interesting statistic. I posted this on our YouTube page as well too. Justin Herbert, um, i uh, me let me pull it up here again real quick. Uh he's got he's like the third best um analytics in the fourth quarter. Here we go. Justin Herberstone for 321 yards and two touchdowns with a 122.3 passer rating, third best in the NFL in the fourth quarter. So, he's doing really well and clearly we're doing great in the red zone. We're actually scoring, yeah. you know? And, again, that's one of the frustrating things about Lombardi's offense. It was just all about just getting one-on-one matchups and beat your yeah. guy in front of you. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really work. I mean, look at look at what's happening over there in, in the Broncos country, right, you know, with, right. with Russell Wilson. And, and I don't know. It's just that offense doesn't work anymore, right? So, and, yes, we should beat the Cowgirls. Kyle, what are your thoughts?
2: You know, I mean – I feel like Kellen Moore has definitely been kind of a bright spot for our offense. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot more um, out of the, uh, the offense this year than we have last year. So that's kind of been like a huge, Oh, awesome thing right now. You know? And I think, like, I feel like he, if, if we have a chance against the, the Cowboys, getting a little ahead of us, I guess uh, Kellen Moore is going to be the reason for that because he's going to have a vengeance game with us, you know? Yep. So yeah. um, and if if there's anyone that knows that the Cowboys, like, the best on the team, it's going to be Kellen Moore. So, um, I, I mean, obviously, like, I, I like a lot of the uh, plays that he's made. Um, there obviously have been a couple of bonehead 4th uh, and one situations, like, where they just kind of run it up the gut and a little bit we seem to not be very good at that tush push. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's that been my only kind of real gripe with it is that some of those fourth and one calls like at critical times of the game, you know? So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the one thing I was going to point out too. And great point, Kyle, is that the situational play calls sometimes have been a little iffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I've, I've even seen like second and nines and then try to run it. You don't get any gain or anything like that. It just, Little things just kind of are like, man, it's kind of an odd choice. And then even to have, um, what, a jet sweep where it was uh, – who was it that ended up having a jet sweep? I think it was week two, I believe. And it was to, like, Mike Williams or something like that. And it was just like, that was a really odd choice. You've got a Darius Davis out there, who's a much faster guy, probably built a little bit better for that. Um, probably should have seen a little bit more of that player be a part of that jet sweep. But, yeah, you know – I'll say the one thing too. I mean, we're 27 and a half points on average per game right now. Um, Yes. I mean, plenty, plenty
0: of points. Uh, In the NFL, you should be, you should be winning games at 27 and a half points.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And then the the last three games, I think we're still averaging about that, but we'll talk about the defense here shortly and I'll give you kind of that stat on where we're at with them. So.
0: So, uh, yeah, I'm watching this on Twitter, some gnarly fight at the Charger Raiders game. Uh, these <laughs> women got involved in it. I'm like, what in the hell, dude? Yeah. Just trashy people, dude. Just absolute trash. I. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm like, wow, this is just garbage. Okay, we got Justin Herbert. We love this man. Okay. Thumbs up, Herbie. We love you. Herbie for Prez. Look, he's Herbie. looking good, man. And bottom line, the thing that's so great about him, too, he's looking good. He's looking comfortable in the pocket. I will say this, going back to some of these questions, the guys keep throwing your questions out. We're going to get to them. We're going to go through our slides and then we're going to go to your questions afterwards. Okay. So we might be a little redundant, but just throw your questions out. But the big, the big loss to Mike Williams is huge because Mike Williams was a big part of this offense. Yeah. Uh, What's up, Matthew? How we doing? Good to see you, Robert. Um, But again, I, I think it's gigantic. So. You know, and I know uh, a couple questions here, like is who's going to step up more, Q, QJ or Darius? Jalen Guyton, man. I mean, I would think Jalen Guyton probably should be yeah. around as well, too. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what Jalen Guyton can do. Um, But, you know, Palmer could step up, too. You know, his numbers haven't been spectacular so far. Um, But, again, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. So, you know, yeah. good on Herbert.
1: You know, you can't you can't knock Herbert for what he's doing. I mean, he's he's using his legs, his his arm looks solid. I think all around he's just a really solid leader even in the last game to having a jacked up finger and still going out there and make things happen and not not lose a snap at all. Um I mean, you can't you can't knock Herbert at all for being one of the tougher guys in the NFL right now. Um right. Yeah. I mean, just an absolute stud all around and I mean can't, I mean It's fun to watch that guy. It's fun when
0: we got some sound effects for you guys now. Kyle's got some sound effects. (laughs) Hey man, yeah,
2: because because Herbert, he's freaking tough as nail, man, man. You know, like I mean, he played all half the year, actually, no, most of the year last year with freaking broken ribs and stuff. So it was like, yeah, a broken finger that ain't nothing to him,
1: you know. (laughs) Well, and even his shoulder issue last year too. He still stayed in like I didn't even right. know we even had that and then all of a sudden we found out that he had a shoulder issue late in the season so I mean the guy's an absolute tough as nails dude and uh yeah look at that finger at that. I mean we're going to be see we're going to see uh Philip Rivers one glove Rivers uh, but now yep. we're going to see the the <laughs> Herbert edition of that dude so um yeah, that's
0: right I know you guys you know just that's that's a little the little photo I know you know looking at his butt as well too but here's the thing <laughs> look here's the thing bro like it's a dislocated finger apparently the the the, the nail came off it's the middle finger it ain't it ain't good dude so i think i've been reading a lot of articles that he's gonna probably run a lot of pistol and shotgun mostly um and that's fine that's what he did in college so you know maybe a couple weeks of that we'll see what happens and you know we'll go from there but uh a lot of rpo potentially is kind of what i'm thinking we'll see a lot of with him
1: I can imagine some quick passes to um, just yep. get the ball out of his hands kind of thing. Can't take a hit or anything, but you know, based upon everything they're saying about his finger, he should be fine. Um, sounds like he's not yeah. going to miss any time or anything. So that's good. Yeah. And guys,
0: before we get too deep into it, do you guys, uh, I know we were thinking about doing a Sunday night football live stream. Uh, it's the Niners and, and Cowgirls. We're thinking that might be kind of fun. We did that on Thursday night. We had a few people on, but would you guys want to do that? uh with us this sunday night and watch the game do a little scouting for the the cowgirls so let us know
1: mm-hmm. uh you know in the chat if you if you'd like that yeah hey i was we're gonna, gonna jump on come, come uh, matthew, a little since, bit since we're talking about the offense i, I kind of want to jump on this this comment right here matthew dahl yep. says look at the cowboys they're having trouble scoring in the red zone it so here are the percentages so chargers are currently number five in the nfl 68.75 percent right now yep yep pretty pretty amazing cowboys are at 30th in the league, 36.84% in red zone. Yep. Whoa. That's it's a Kellen Moore effect. Uh possibly. Yeah. Um well, I mean, yeah, we were obviously situational. Um, you know, you maybe during the Cardinals they played pretty well because obviously I, I even highlighted on my weekly recap of uh you know Dak Prescott throwing into three three man coverage on one player in the uh red zone. Pretty stupid throw um and ended <laughs> up as a pick. And, you know, maybe there's just a lot of issues with the red zone over there, which you could clearly see there's a stat that backs it up at this point. So, um, yeah, well, and, and,
0: and again, it's, it's, it's a lot of things, right? I do think that, um, you know, Dak is okay, but the, uh, uh, well, we'll talk more about the defense later. I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep into it. I'll, I'll talk more about the red zone defense. Cause that's actually doing pretty well with us right now too. Yeah um okay so let's let's talk about the running game here real quick as well too um again we haven't seen a lot of dotson out there at all uh but you know i mean look look at uh you know 25 there look at that arm dude. straight up jack dude looks like a
1: like a that looks like, a, that looks like an arm that you get from like a, a toy at the store or something like yeah, that for a right yeah, right, right
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, right right on his arm like, there
1: there you go yeah dude
2: he, he's looking like jacks from mortal combat right there except it's not a bionicle <laughs> yeah, no arm joke. you know
0: yeah <laughs> no joke. shoot uh yeah so kelly looking good spiller's looking pretty good too you know but we are going to be getting uh, austin eckler back this week which is exciting um you know at least that's that's the rumor you know he says he came on his social media said he's coming on too so uh i'm excited you know to see this running game with eckler again um but it'll be nice because a lot of we're getting a lot of people back this week too so um yeah yeah should be and interesting that's
1: the whole thing we we Austin Echler makes this engine run and at the same side, like it's taken a couple of weeks for Kelly to kind of have a good solid game without Eckler. Yeah. Um, right. I, I personally would like to see a little bit more spiller, like um, from the limited action I've seen of him, he does a pretty good job in the past game and he caught a couple passes in the last game. And I think he runs well now, once everybody has basically said, I think they've always said like, he's not very good as a blocker. And obviously we don't yeah. want to put Justin Herbert as an issue. Um, of uh you know him getting lit up or anything like that. So either which way the running back group I think is pretty good. Uh I think Kellen Moore has done a great job. Once again go back to reference of that Baldy video that the Chargers put up uh talking about the run game and just kind of making yeah. it a power run game. I think he did a good job of explaining how we utilize tight ends for blockers and how we basically yep. find ways to be able to really really find a way to you know get this game run game going.
0: Yeah. And you know we don't need fullbacks, which is which is interesting. Yep. I I still you know I, I still have kind of thoughts on that, but yeah, it's interesting how we're not using fullbacks. But I guess the argument is, is tight ends are usually a little bit larger bodies and they're they're a little bit better at blocking. Eh, it's I guess it's kind of splitting hairs at the same time too, but yep. that is a big mm-hmm. part of what's happening too. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting conversation. And again, throw your questions out as well, guys. Again, we are going to get to all your questions also. Uh, yeah. So the offensive line is looking pretty damn solid, man. Um, there were some interesting stats. Let me see if I can pull them up real quick uh, about the best and worst of the offense. Offense. Uh, we're going to talk about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen right now on PFF rankings, he's at 80.2. Justin Herbert's at 76.3. Rashawn Slater, 75.0. Eckler, 74.8. Now, Eckler's only had one game. Mike Williams, sadly, 74.6. Mm-hmm. So losing losing Williams is not good, not good, right?
1: right. Um, not at all.
0: Yeah. Well, so it's it's been
1: frustrating. Yeah. And and the one thing too, specifically to our O line, not having Corey Lindsley out there kind of exposes the middle to, per se. I mean, outside right. of that though, Will Clapp did have a pretty good rating for his PFF did, rating yeah. Um, yeah. as pass protection. So you know, you'd hope to say that Will Clapp got better, um, but you know, at the same side. The O line has done pretty good for us this this year the, thus far. Yeah, so I'm I've been pleased with the O line thus far.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Matthew, we'll get to that question as well too. Will claps look pretty good? Um, yeah, man. You know it's it's interesting. We'll talk more about Eckler. There's 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 a lot to discuss there. But again, Keelan Allen's balling out. Uh, and then on on the worst side of PFF ratings, Trey McKitty, the worst, thirty five point two. Yeah. That's pretty bad.
1: I don't even Smart. know. I don't even know if he's even got a catch yet this season. I mean, I think Stone Smart's got more catches than. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the
0: same yeah, though true. too.
1: Like,
2: I mean, they,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, the, yeah. Like, they're yeah. the PFF tra- tracks the blocking ability
2: and things like that yes. though too, though. So, correct. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. don't 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 know how much uh time he's actually had out on the field itself. Like, I mean, he probably hasn't right. had many snaps. Yeah.
0: Correct. Right. Yeah, and then Josh Kelly's at, uh, and that's this is another concern. Fifty three point one percent. That's Josh Kelly. Wow. Dots fifty four point eight. Yeah, not good either. Josh Palmer fifty five point seven. So that's that's the worst on the offensive side of the ball. Pretty crazy. Got it. But again, you know, you look at Keenan Allen, he's killing it. I know there, I know there's a question about Keenan Allen being double teamed. I would assume so, but the thing is, the scheme has been opening him up a lot, right? So it doesn't really matter about him being double teamed at at all anymore, you know, it just, it just doesn't matter. Right. He's the scheme is opening him up and you can't stop a lot of what they're doing offensively, which I think is pretty cool.
1: So in the, in the one thing too, coming into this season with Kellen Moore as our offensive coordinator, um, you know, essentially they put Keenan Allen as the CD lamb of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he's going to get a lot of looks. He's going to get a lot of ability to be able to get open. You know, but the thing is, though, the depth of this team, when you start thinking Quentin Johnston really needs to get more involved, Josh Palmer obviously made a clutch catch, which is wild to think, oh, we, we need a third and 10. Let's bomb the ball out and get a 55-yard gain. Like, <laughs> what a high-risk throw. Um, yeah. Like, unbelievable, they even caught that. That was a phenomenal catch all around. But, you know, I mean, just 10 yards would have got the job done. Um, I think I would have been okay with that. But either which way um, – You know, the depth of the wide receiver position is one that we have to kind of look at, and we need guys to step up all around. Um, You know, Jalen Guyton, supposedly he'll be off the IR coming up here soon. We'll see if he'll be ready to go. Darius Davis did get more involved in the Raiders game early on. Um, You know, Quentin Johnston just needs to show up a little bit more, too, because, I mean, losing Mike Williams is not good for continuity, and specifically for Justin Herbert feeling comfortable with receivers he has. 100%.
0: 100%. And I think that's the one thing I will say that I think Herbert can really improve on this year no. is he's gotten very focused on one person. I mean, you look at the game against yep. Minnesota. He looked at Keenan Allen the entire damn game. He did not look at anybody else. And okay, it worked, but that's not a good thing, right? Like I think, I think he needs to be able to distribute the ball a little more. Mm -hmm. um you know and again everett's been quiet you know i know there's people talking about kyle pitts i know gtr man talking about we'll talk a little more about that a little later on i Mm -hmm. i have some definite thoughts on that but you know parham's having a good season by the way his his he does not have a broken wrist or anything like that it's just a sprained wrist it's a sprain
2: so So it's just just hurt a little bit you know it's a little soreness yeah Yeah, but ain't nothing to talk home to mama cry home to mama about you know Cry home to mama (laughs) you want some
1: you want some cheese with that wine, right? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. He, brought, he probably got a uh, what the sprained wrist when he caught that freaking rocket of a throw and like three yards away from him that Justin Herbert threw in the touchdown. Like that pass was, I mean, Herbert put yeah, some yeah. mustard behind that thing, yeah, he did. I, mean, Boy, that I was, was like, good. unbelievable. He even caught that pass. I mean, <laughs> I was stunned,
0: yeah, it was it pretty nuts, off. yeah. Uh, no, what, what happened was it was there was there was one he threw to him in the back of the end zone and the, the defender for the Raiders blocked it. He had, he had the, the, what's it called? The broken wrist or whatever. So he had yeah. like a club on his hand, so he couldn't catch the ball. So he, he knocked it down and then he just oddly fell on the ground in like the weirdest way. I'm like, how the hell did he fall on the ground like that? And then hurt his yeah. wrist. I mean, just super klutzy move, dude. It's like, Whoa, I was just crazy. I mean, the guy's what six, nine or something like that. But yeah, yeah good god bro like learn how to fall correctly you yeah. know i mean yeah. it, it was weird like it, it like you watch you're like wow that was really stupid looking play well he needs he needs to do uh
2: some uh ballet or something like, like like lt did back in the day or uh but then yeah you know found out that uh eric kendricks you know he actually does uh pilates you know in order to oh, actually, does he? yeah to learn how to do a uh, fall a little bit better you know yeah yeah
1: yeah he's got him man he's got him but (laughs) hey you know it's good to hear that he didn't break his wrist because he's he's been a big big factor for our red zone too so we need to make sure parham's out there because it's not easy to defend a six eight six nine dude you know nope just throw it up that's 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 the madden goat right there that's right yeah
0: madden goat well let's let's talk about the elephant in the room we got brandon staley here i know everyone's talking about him getting Fired after the season, all the above, and, you know, look, man, I mean, they, they nope. Oh. <laughs> Who was Who <that>? was <laughs> uh, Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we uh, go, here
0: we go, LA original, there we go, that's it, okay, mm. yeah. So Kyle, Kyle's got the sound effects, he's
1: got the sound effects, good job. Yep. That was a sound effect. That wasn't a Bolt Bro uh, original part. There <laughs>
0: was know? it though. I don't know. you yeah, yeah, no, yeah, will
1: never though?
0: know. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Good job, Kyle. That was great. You just you just made everybody on the thread throw up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you know, like, there's a lot to discuss about Brandon Staley, man. And i I will say this. The defensive side of the ball, we are getting tons of pressures. are we yeah, leading the league in, in
1: stacks right now? Let's see.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, Seattle
1: had 11 against the Giants, so I can imagine oh, that that's we're right. probably in the same level. Um,
0: yeah, but we're doing really well, and we're like plus uh, we're plus five on turnovers. Cowboys are plus nine on turnovers right now. That's crazy. That's wild. um, Jeez. yeah, but we're doing we're doing fine as far as the defenses. Well, I shouldn't say that as far as total yardage, yeah, 404 yards a game now, again. We got torched, torched by Miami, right? So, yeah. you know, I kind of feel like those numbers are a bit skewed. At least
2: not um, as bad as uh, freaking the Broncos did, though. So, yeah, like, Broncos are pretty there's, bad. There's, there's, there's at least that little bit of, of uh,
0: hope there. Well, and, and you know you know how many points the Broncos are giving up now? They're 37 and a half points a game. Now, oh again, gosh. 70 points. That's huge, folks, right? So, yeah. Wow. Uh, I suspect, though, I suspect we're going to see some nice, nice updates, um, you know, uh, you know, with, with the defense. I have liked a lot of the blitz packages. We're seeing some nice stuff and we're seeing Henley out there a little more. We did see him a little more in that game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel good. What do you guys think in the chat as well, too? What do you think about Brian Staley? Yes, no, maybe so. Like the guy, hate the guy. Um, what's your thoughts? Thoughts is bolt bros. Thoughts is.
1: Thought- God, was- you can take it. Start
0: it up, Bruh. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh, he, he's, Bruh. he's loving that soundboard. I like it though. I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> I, I, I still got to get used to it. I, I got to find all these things and set them up the right way. You know, like so that way I can get to them yeah. faster. You know, but uh, no, I like it. I like it. I'll, I'll have some fun with it for sure. Um You know, That's I really do. Too. Unfortunately, think that. Um, I love Brandon Staley as a head coach. Um, I think he's he's done a lot with this team that we haven't seen in a very long time, and he actually got the ownership excited about the team. He got yep. um, you know, looking he's he's made the management do a lot of things that like we pick up some really solid players and stuff. We actually are are pushing to be contenders like once again. Um, but he's just made so many bonehead calls like, you know, yeah. on, on defense, yeah. it's been really frustrating to watch. Like, I mean, and again, it goes back to that situational type of stuff. Like we're, we're giving up like way too many, like third down conversions. We're giving up way too many fourth down conversions. And, um, our defense has really been struggling like the last three years that he's been here. And like, in as we've seen these last couple of games, you know, we're scoring the 28 points. They're scoring 28 nine point or 28.2 and you know that's just enough for them to stay in the game and to to get their hopes up and to make these raiders fans loud in the fourth quarter like they always do and like and they think that they're gonna come back um but i mean we just we can't let these other teams hang uh, so close we need to be winning by at least two scores like in order for me to really see see them us as a good team again you know like i mean just like It's been frustrating. Like they've they've been scoring too much under Brandon Staley's play calls. It seems like you know maybe it's okay. So
0: okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the next four games as well too, right? Yeah. Win, Win loss next four games. And James, what's your thoughts on Brandon Staley?
1: Um, with Brandon Staley, like obviously, I'm just basing it upon four games. Two games he was conservative, we lost. Two games that he became aggressive, we won. Like the the difference between. 0 and 4 season, 2 and 2, and a 4 and 0 season is very, very marginal between it. Yes, I started looking yep. a little bit more at like it's just taking a three game sample and what the run rate is for us. I think we're about 27 points on average per game and giving up 23 points per game. Now that's starting to kind of show that hey, are we starting to get a separation a little bit? Did the did the Raiders kind of? help us out a little bit because they put Aiden o'connell in there or whatnot kind of helped out with the stats and everything like that but the thing is the defense needs to find a way to be more cohesive more you know just assertive to uh, at situations now once again the two games that we did win we did find a way to get a pick in the red zone to basically end the drives like you're putting pressure on the defense and the defense finds a way to step up um It's kind of a hard thing to really give him necessarily a grade at this moment, but at the same side, it's creating a lot of heart attack games. That's, that's all that's happening right now. Um, It's tough to watch, but. Marcus
0: brings up a good point. The next two games. i waiting for my defibrillator. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: These,
1: uh, these next two games are big. Um, Yeah. You know, they're huge. And we'll, we'll chat a little bit more about the next four or the, you know, next block of games, essentially a quarter of the season, because that's, some big ones there in front of us.
0: Yeah. We got this guy too. looking like a straight up baller
1: out there. Yeah.
0: You know, I, uh, again, I wasn't a huge fan of him when we drafted him, but the more I've, I mean, he's killing it, dude. And you know, he's taking up on a lot. A lot I know Chargers weekly talked about this, how he's uh, he was getting double team for the most part against the Raiders and they were leaving Khalil Mack alone, but I know Deion Henley rushed a little bit in the middle. Uh, I am seeing a lot of Kenneth Murray rushing a little more. Um, he's, you doing a lot more aggressive, you know, you know, pass rushing and we yeah. blitzed a lot more against, you know, the Raiders also, yeah. but again, it was only a five man blitz. It, it, I mean, it's not even really a blitz. That's just five man front. Right. So yeah. um, we weren't, but we were doing some nice creative stunts and some things that were working really well. So I, I thought that was pretty good. But again, Tully's looking awesome. I mean, you can't say enough about the guy. Um, you know, he's opening lanes for Bosa. We should get Bosa back. And obviously Mac is looking great right now. And, just exciting. So,
1: you know, huge- it, yeah, big fan of Thule. I mean, the thing about it is like this slide is all based upon like the defensive line. We just put Thule, Mac, Bosa involved in the entire defensive line. And if I yeah. look at it as a grade, I'm excited to see what we're doing here. Because, you know, I, what what do I say? I said Thule, Mac, and Bosa on the line creates sacks. So when you got all three of those guys on the line, sacks happen. You know, even to the last game in the Raiders game, Mac just went on the attack. And just got six sacks real quick, like wild, wi- wild stat. Please? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> ah, you yeah, yeah, you you'll got find some. Right you, got, you got, you
0: got like a like the Jeopardy one or something. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, wow. Here we go. I don't know if that's You're a hard right. one, but so <laughs> no, that one didn't quite work. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's good. Right, Let's on. get a little, little sound effects blooper there. <laughs>
1: Wow, stat. there we go there that'll we go work. that'll work so so wild stat though like um mcdaniel was asked a little bit like why didn't you double team mac and mcdaniel was like oh no we did some other things and we kind of did double teaming on him the actual stats say he did it twice on him the entire game to double team him and sat and mac was just getting sacks left and right yeah. like well he did of he, pressure didn't he got forced fumble <laughs> sacks i mean come yeah, on right dude. like
0: he didn't lie. I guess he did it once or twice, right? Yeah, yeah. we tried. We tried. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, we tried. like yeah, six percent yeah. of the time, I guess. But all right. <laughs> yeah. She's
0: Six percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but God. but again, you know, the nice thing is we're being aggressive. We're we're doing what we need to do. We're we're doing some good things on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm a big believer. I mean, Tuli's looking great, right? And then obviously. Uh, It's good to get uh, our linebacker play. Dude, I'd say K-9 is balling out. James and I were talking about this earlier today. Guys, do we see a contract with K-9 before the season's over, dude? I wouldn't be surprised if we lock him up. You know, he is looking fantastic right now, you know. Um, You could probably get him pretty cheap, you know, definitely cheaper than you're paying Kendricks for sure.
1: Yeah, So, and and the reason why we didn't pick up the fifth-year contract is knowing what the linebacker market is right now. Yeah, Uh, like just to say like drew tranquil like i mean that is a dirt cheap contract to go to the chips linebackers aren't getting paid that much anymore guys these these massive contracts are really not happening anymore and you know unless and i didn't really look at what the linebacker market looks like next year or whatnot because sometimes if it's really really like not many linebackers there there's going to be a lot of guys that are just going to get up getting paid a lot of money more than they should necessarily but kenneth murray man like you know, I'm impressed with a guy, you know, when a guy goes into a contract year, for some reason, they find a way to be able to, you know, do really well. It's a tough thing about us because next year we don't have a whole heck of a lot of money, but I think there will be a lot of money being shifted around. Plus, if we have the money that we currently have around 11 and a half million and move that over, it kind of helps out the salary cap next year. But, you know, Kenneth Murray, you might be able to get the guy for like two years, $10 million, like or whatnot, something at a cheaper base level at a $5 million per year average that's not that bad to keep a guy that's been here and actually did really well for us
2: for one year. I mean, year. like it, it. this is typically what happens though, with a lot of these running bats. We saw it with uh Kaiser white. We saw it with uh, Drew Tranquil. Um, and now we're seeing it with Kenneth Murray. Like they're, they're just showing up, you know, for their final year of the contract. Cause they're trying to find, they're, they're trying to shop around, you know, trying to prove that they're worth again, you know? Yep. So you know what, you
0: know what it is. They're still in their whole phase. They're in their whole right.
2: phase. That's right. They stay they still whole phasing it, you know? Yeah. they still phasing it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this, this is a great little uh Twitter uh video right here of oh, Kenneth yeah. Murray uh opening up um yes Kenneth Murray right here in the middle. Uh oh right here. And then you got Henley out here. Look at that. He, he hits uh he hits Jacobs and then uh Khalil comes in and
1: cleans it up. Yep.
2: Pretty oh, sick. I, I can barely uh barely see it though it's all glitchy yeah yeah oh it is oh it
1: is yeah. oh sorry it was running a little slow but it, i can see the point yeah. of it, I, yeah, I figure the point. it out. yeah you know and that's the thing like when he was in oklahoma like he had that ability to really rush the quarterback and do very good against the run game and i feel like it's once again we didn't really utilize him now when we give him basically the green dot like he seems like a different linebacker like he yeah, just well, seems like he figures it out i
0: but i think Part of it's because he's got the green dot. I think there's something to be said when you're the captain. Yeah. You've got to put your head in the game. You know what I mean? And I, and I think he kind of at times, he just seemed a little befuddled or something, right? You know, like, uh, like where am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to be? You know, I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. But I think Eric Kendricks right here has also helped him out as well, too. Great and we, we should get Kendricks back, by the way, for the Cowgirls. So, yeah. it'll be nice for us to be healthy. And again, Mikey Davis. Mikey Davis is looking pretty good. Again, yeah,
2: yeah. um, (laughs) Trying to find a captain. Yeah, (laughs) captain. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I was
0: like, oh, what's this all about? Okay, cool. So defense, by the way, uh, PFF grades best defense. Okay, name name the first, the number one highest rated defensive player on PFF on the defensive side of the ball for the Chargers. Uh, well, for Chargers, A Gilman. I don't know. Is it
1: Lohi no, Gilman? I don't it's know. It's got to be
2: Michael Davis. Yeah, like he's he's doing super well. I I feel like
1: mm-hmm. in. uh he's not, okay. he's, he's not really good at all right now on PFF for the what really? I've seen. No. I think he's at forty-four yeah, yeah. or something. Ah.
0: Okay, number one, Khalil Mack
1: Edge. Oh, 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 yeah. oh yeah.
0: Okay, well, yeah. well I and guess I was thinking no. cornerbacks. You know? that, that's
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was just cornerbacks because that's who you
0: got on the screen right now. So yeah. Well, good point. Good point, right? Good point, yeah. right? Yeah. Sorry, I threw I threw you guys off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you messed me up, bro. Yeah. That's good up, dude. It, I'm sorry. That's dude. Okay, well, Very okay. easy to do. Yeah. Well, how about let's see let's see what Mike? Well, okay. So let's let's go to the best here real quick. Um, car- cornerback Asante Samuel Jr. seventy eight percent, seventy eight point eight. So he's great, killing it. Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah. Gilman at seventy four point three. Yep. Mm, great. And guess what, Nick Neiman – Sixty-five point three. Wow! Wow! How crazy is that, Nick Nemo, I would have thought he would have sucked, but he played great out there.
1: Yeah. Check this
0: out. I like that. I like that. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Dean Marlowe, sixty-three point two. That's wow. freaking good, dude. Wow. So they could they could afford to take a little time back for bringing uh, what's his nugget back. You know, Um I mean, look. Marlow looked good out there, man. He looked great. Yeah. I was very happy with
1: him. Well, and the thing okay. about Dean is that he's had some, he's been on other teams and, you know, he's has some NFL experience. So, like, it's good to have a veteran guy and a guy that actually was under Brandon Staley or at least the same school uh, back in like 2015 right. or whatnot. So, there's familiarity there, too. And yeah, blood sauces. BFF is super biased, but very it nice. kind of gives you a general idea, regardless, like, because there's sometimes yeah. I'm like, this guy had a good game. He had like an 80 game when I'm like, huh, I don't I don't think I saw that same game as you because it doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, sometimes the ball doesn't go to that person either, right? You sure. know, there's you're sort of off the play, and yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. Okay, so the worst on the defense is Brevin Allen, our edge rusher. Oh yeah. Undrafted, uh, 29.8, 29.8. So sure. I don't know, he didn't set the edge well. It's probably why they didn't bring him up again. Yeah. So that's why they brought Andrew Farmer up, I think, um, last week. Um, Austin Johnson, 34.8. So not great. Scott Matlock, 39.9, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. Mikey Davis, 44.2. Yeah. Oof. That's not. But
1: yeah. That's been a big, big emphasis. I think he's only, I think he's like. 100 well, was close to a 100% or at least a 90% completion rate I think on passes thrown to him. He just last year he was he was Vato, ice in the veins Vato and then yeah. today he's he's iced like for this season. So it's like it's cold as ice. He's cold, cold, it's so cold in the D. It's so cold um, in the D. Yeah. But it, we got to get a better play out of Vato. I mean, you know, I think yep. the reason why we made that JC Jackson move obviously one financial side of things for the longevity right. of this team Two, Maybe there were some chemistry issues going on there. Three, maybe he wasn't fitting in the scheme. Personally, I don't think he was played correctly to be in the scheme, in my opinion. I think that he should have been a little bit more of a press corner more than anything versus an off coverage kind of guy. But you got Asante Samuel Jr. who's doing really well. You fit him into the outside at that point. And then you put yeah. Jassir in the inside. And then, you know, the saying. Basti, you know you signed him, who was a familiarity guy from last season, and then Dean Leonard. You just start going with the youth movement. is basically what we're having here right, right now, and yeah, you know we gotta find better better play out of Vato. So you hope that this bye week's gonna help out a little bit for him. Yeah,
0: and I think it will. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think having an opportunity to do that, uh, and Gil and Gilman's looking amazing too. So he's he's doing well. The, well, and then also J C Jackson's PFF grade forty eight point two. Yeah. So he yeah. was a little bit above Mikey Davis, but not much better. So,
2: yeah, we, we were lucky to get just a, you know, a, a pick swap out of him, you know, like, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't um, just give us a bag of chips for it, you know, so shoot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to really thank Tom for that, you know, because, because again, that really was Brandon Staley's call to bring him on. I mean, he like I said, he sat on Santa Sp- Spanos' lap. Hey, this is what I want for Christmas. Go get me Mac and um, go get me, uh, you know, J.C. Jackson. And it just didn't work out. So it is what it is, you know. So, Emotional it's damage. That's right, dude. That's right. Emotional damage.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, right. but the thing about it is, is like not all free agent signings are going to work out. I mean, okay. chemistry side of things, scheme fit of things. Like, my opinion, I think J.C. Jackson was getting healthier more than we really, really realized I think he was going to be a better player but I think it became kind of a awkward situation of what happened with the legality type type stuff and then as you start being a healthy scratch you know suited up didn't play a snap I think it's just kind of more like the Chargers said hey man we got to cut bait and just move on at that point it's something just didn't click
0: well I think he also yep. wasn't playing team defense either so yep. you know he he cared about getting interceptions and and he never focused on Setting the edge or or run scheme, anything he just didn't care. He was never trying to tackle, he just wanted INTs, and okay, fine. Uh, okay, so let's we're going to some questions, guys. And also throw your predictions out the next four games as well. Too next four games, throw that out there as well. What you're gonna throw something out there,
2: Kyle? Oh no, I just I just said whack. Whack, whack. Whack. Okay,
0: (laughs) so could both Staley and Tom Telesco possibly let go after uh, if the season doesn't have a positive result and ending? Um, I highly doubt it. I mean, I, I don't see the Spanos moving on from – I mean, I think this, this season would have to f- legitimately fall off the track yeah. for Brandon Staley to go, and same with Tom Telesco. I, I think there's some good synergy. They're picking out good players in the draft. You know, there's a lot of nice things they're doing, but – but the argument could be, we could get more out of these players. Right. And I get that. Sure. Right. I definitely get that. So, so that's the part that I kind of struggle with, with, with our coaching staff, but that's not a Tom Telesco problem. That's a, that's a coaching staff problem, you know? Yep. So um, yeah, I, you know, there's lots of thoughts either way. What, what do you guys think?
1: You know, it's the wheels have to fall off in my opinion. I mean, the chargers historically for the last three head coaches, I think they always give them four years and, you know, I I know a lot of people are saying like hey, there's Brandon Staley's seat's getting hot. I get it. Like he's making some wild. He's a little bit of a gunslinger, a risk taker and everything, but those risks have worked for some reason. And yeah. I it's a very very hard thing to figure out. Now, I'm going to lean my I'm going to was it is going to lean on a little bit more that Brandon Staley has had not had a losing season yet in the NFL. And yep realistically he's got us to the playoffs twice already because that even that Raiders game in 2021, that was essentially a playoff game. That was still one of the best games I've seen in a very, very long time. Oh, crazy. Um, and then, you know, obviously we got to Jacksonville, didn't have a great outcome from it, but it's step-by-step step for a new head coach and everything too. And to Andrew's point, Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley, to me, I think are a very, very good combination for the draft purposes too. Like we have drafted really, really well. Like just to say right now, like let's say last year, Jamari Sawyer specifically, we got him way late, sixth round. Yeah, that guy saved our season last year. Like, yeah, a, did. That's a Georgia guy. I have no idea why he ended up getting way far out in the sixth round. Does not make any sense to me. That was a great pickup. We basically got a couple different O linemen out of that Zion and Jamari Sawyer, and see where they're at now. They're starting O linemen for us this year. We got Thule, a guy that looks phenomenal for us. Quentin Johnson, we'll see where he ends up going. But, you know, Deion Henley, Darius Davis, like there's guys out there that are actually contributing kind of quickly for this team. And I think we've done a very, very good job of trying to fill more youth in this team through the draft. And I really yeah. feel that's the Brandon Staley-Telesco effect.
0: Well, and that's going to have to happen for sure with next year with all the money that is going to be,
1: you know, outlaid.
0: You know, yep. we have to get young fast yep 100 right. so not just young
2: but we gotta get cheap that's for sure yeah. Yeah. or at least uh, somewhat
0: more cheap yep yeah. man i'm seeing all kinds of fights on uh the chargers raiders thing here man this is crazy dude like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the raider fans fighting raider fans it's just they're just a bunch of clowns man it's unbelievable <laughs> I, it's like like who are these people man okay Okay, anyway, enough of that. Do you see Keenan Allen's ability to draw more double teams, better opportunities for QJ and Der- Darius Davis? By the way, Darius and QJ have been open quite a bit. QJ has been open a ton in the end zone. This is kind of what I'm right. getting at is that he's focusing a little too much on like Keenan Allen, not focusing on, you know, other things. And I'm like, dude, QJ's been open in the end zone a lot, man. You know, a lot in the Vikings game. Uh, he had a couple really nice open plays against uh, the Raiders also. And so, Right, I think, look, they can definitely, definitely uh, open
1: things up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be a big thing about us this bye week that I I really hope that Herbert and QJ are doing extra time together um, because we need to find a way to be able to get QJ really involved in this offense. Um, Right. Mike Williams is down. That familiarity of him is now gone. He's got, obviously, Josh Palmer to be able to work with, but we need to find a way to get QJ very involved in this offense.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I I think Herbert and him need to get on the same page. I think for whatever reason, they just haven't quite gotten there yet. And I get that, right? He's a young player. Um, Yeah, and and I think that definitely needs to to make a difference. Okay, so Robert has another question. Can you trust Alohi Marlowe to be able to handle the back of the secondary having Derwin play in the box? I think so, man. Yeah. You know, I would love to see Derwin because Derwin is fast as hell, dude. Yeah. And you could also man him up on on, you know, a tight end. Just man him. Just jam the guy at the line. Completely take that person out of the game. Uh, I love that idea. And I, I think both of them are good enough.
1: Yeah. Actually, I wondered, did, yeah. did you say what Dean Marlowe's um, BFF was, by the way? Yeah, he was. Um, Dean Marlowe was at sixty three point two. She's all right that's pretty solid I mean again he only played one game one yeah. game exactly yeah but yeah you know we played against a rookie quarterback first start so it's kind of yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes against Dak Yeah, uh, you know for against the Cowboys and everything too so yeah but you know the, the, he did well though I I, yeah. I wasn't really out of place
0: he looked really good yep. I was very happy with him yep you I know.
1: was I was good with him I mean that's you know, sometimes you find those gems. I mean, and the Chargers have a knack to find those guys that have just been hanging around or guys that have basically been undrafted guys and find them where they just do great system fits. And and so far, Dean Marlowe, I'm, I'm happy with what we got from him so far. It makes me think a little bit about JT Woods, though, too. Obviously, it was out last game, yep. too. Um, yep. But, you know, I, I'm going to say we're coming back from the bye. We hypothetically should be a lot more healthier this time uh, against the Cowboys. We're gonna have Sunday night to be able to look over the Cowboys, see what they're doing. We got a recent game film. My opinion, you got to sit there and watch the the Cardinals game, uh, where the Cardinals ended up beating the Cowboys and really played yeah, their scheme. Of what they did that was a that was a great game to watch.
2: Yep. Yeah. You, uh, they, they they totally exposed the Cowboys for the for sort of the did. fakers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you lose to the Cardinals, man. You you're you're in a
1: world of hurt there. Well, the one thing that was crazy, too, about that game, I mean, I, you know, hey, shout out Cardinals ended up winning that game. Um, But, you know, I think they didn't have three other O-linemen playing that game. Starters, you know, did that expose everything? Possibly. Um, But also, this is the first week that the Cowboys O-line is actually practiced together. I think it was since like 2022 or 2021 or something like that. That they've yeah. actually all practiced together. So, like, they're starting O-line. So, you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. I mean, the Niners game, Niners-Cowboys game, that's a big rivalry game. I mean, it goes back to the 90s. It's going to be a big, big game, guys. So, that'll be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot to be said about that. Okay, so, Jonathan Taylor got paid. Are the Chargers going to pay? Same thing to Eckler. No.
1: Yeah. The answer not, is that, no. Not that Probably kind of not, bag. Yeah. That's a big no, bag. Not that
0: kind of money. You got to remember, he's a lot yeah. younger. Uh, he's, what, 24 maybe? Yeah, he's
2: a young guy. Um, um, I mean. that, that's his second contract, essentially, you know, so they, yeah. need to, totally. they need to lock
0: him down there, you know? Yeah. Which sucks because it sucks for Eckler because he's getting older. And he – dude, running backs, you're near 30. Sorry. Yep. Your value is, has plummeted. I mean, look, he's played one game this season, which is – he was good that one game, but you know he's sat the other three, right? So, you know, and what if he comes back and has another injury, right? So again, it's it sucks. It sucks to say, but it's just statistics. And the NFL has it figured out. You're around 30 years old. You're a running back. There's yep. the door. So it it's it's a sad truth, but that's how it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really kind of it the way it is. I mean, you got to think of Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh round guy that goes to the Chiefs yep. and. He's done well. I mean, you don't have to pay court, or you don't have to pay running backs generally. I, I was kind of yep. stunned to be able to see Jonathan Taylor getting a contract like that, and, and he has not really had a good last year by any means. Started out this year on the wrong foot. Like, man, they buckled in my opinion of giving him that contract.
0: Yeah, I I I just feel like bottom line, you know, that's the thing about running backs. You can you can find value. I mean, we haven't even seen Dotson out there you know uh, dotson could be another austin eckler at you know 10% of the cost of of austin eckler at this moment sure. right yeah. so i don't know i just it's an unfortunate truth with running backs i mean now 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 the caveat to me would be if he balls out let's say he comes back and absolutely just balls out right you know then maybe you know maybe we give him a bigger contract who knows right but again yeah. just robert's point you know, he wants a four-year deal. He wants a big, thick deal, and there's no chance he's getting that from any team in the NFL, and that's right, just
1: how it is. Yeah. I mean, Eckler's a stud running back. I mean, he's an all-around back that you would love to have, but age does catch up. I mean, injuries do come around, as what we've seen, and it's crazy that he had an injury during the Dolphins, and I don't know even know when he jacked up his ankle during the Dolphins. It seemed yeah. kind of random, um, but – Aging backs, getting to the later years, it becomes harder for you. You know, yep. to be able to stay in shape and everything too.
0: Yep. Yeah. And their dual threat tight end. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of people keep talking about Kyle Pitts. I know what GTR Man talks about him. Um, you know, yeah. I've never been a fan of bringing in somebody mid-season too. I just think that right. doesn't work out very well. Yeah. You're giving up a lot to bring somebody there. I don't know. But don't get me wrong, Kyle Pitts is badass. It would be nice to get him in the offseason somehow. But... And tight ends are hard. Tight ends are they're difficult because you have blocking you have to be involved in, especially in Kellen Moran's offense. You know, There's a lot of things that you have to do as a tight end. Again, we don't have a fullback. So they're basically fullbacks as well as yep. run blockers and passing. So – it's just a really hard position to bring into the chargers organization in my opinion, but I don't know. It's just my take. What, what are your thoughts sir, Kyle?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I actually really was pr- trying to propose to like, or talk to the out of your Falcon mind podcast a little bit about that. I was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's give up some of our picks uh, and trade a player for you uh, for Kyle Pitts. You know, like, I mean, that, that would have been pretty solid actually, but like, you will they they the falcons though like they really like him over there so like there's no chance that they're really going to trade um, him away yeah. because i mean he's still really young um they want to see how he develops a little bit more um and so that's like if we wanted to trade for Kyle Pitts we would have to give up a lot and like you yeah. know what i mean cuz like i think like he's in a lot of ways he's like they're like a Hunter Henry type of player i guess for them like where he's like he's still doing really well he's not like amazing but he's doing good enough for them to actually get uh um, further down the road you know but i mean that was the thing too this off season is that we a lot of us did talk about that we needed a tight end but we didn't really get one in the draft um and so i guess we have confidence in parham and uh everett being the guys right so
0: yep yes we do yeah. Well, so,
2: uh,
1: yeah, Keenan's about what a thousand yards away, maybe something like that. I think he's about two thousand away. it's 2, eleven thousand okay. seven hundred something yards that Gates got. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, the thing about it is Keenan. Keenan, I think even said, I, I think in the All In episode, he, Gates was on the sideline. He's like, "I'm coming for you, my man." Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, Allen, right now, man, is just straight up balling out, dude, and it's amazing right. yep. to see this guy at 31 still doing what he's doing, and. He doesn't even seem like he's lost a step by any means. You know, I was going to say one thing about the tight end thing about the conversation. You know, remember like last year's draft when there was so many, so much talk about we need to draft a, a tight end, and there were right. a lot of good tight ends that showed up in this draft. Um, yeah. Next year, you know, one guy that you go back to, you dig right into the Georgia once again. Brock Bowers is a guy that's a lot of talk is like an early first round pick kind of guy, and mm. since a lot of these teams did end up drafting tight ends previously they're not going to do it this year so you know you start looking at a guy like a brock powers who could be a guy that you could really really put in your inner your team easily could be a number one tight end in any team in college football right now um nice. he's one guy that you really want to keep an eye on so once again sometimes if people don't need tight ends now because they drafted one the year before sometimes their stock starts going down maybe we could go after him in the second round if his stock starts going down i mean right just just thoughts guys so i mean Kyle Pitts would be great but hey what if we could get him in the second round or something like that
2: yeah well i don't i don't really think that uh you need to use a first round pick for a tight end necessarily i don't think so either like, yeah yeah so um cuz um, yeah like i mean yeah. we, we there's been a lot of tight ends that have come out out of like you know you know third fourth fifth you know like that are just amazing so yep. yeah yep absolutely
0: and uh robert talked about Trey Pipkins Pipkins ain't easy yeah, he's been fine. Again, yeah. you got to remember he he went up against uh, Crosby, like literally one of the best edge one rushers best. ever. Yeah, and he was on an island; he was one on one pretty much the entire game. I mean, they tried to chip him a little bit, but uh, you know he did fine. He didn't. He did fine. Um, yeah. I, I don't worry about Pipkins a whole lot. Um, yeah. But, uh, interesting. I have not fined anybody. Know anything about uh, that Tillery hit? Did he get fined for that? I didn't see anything. I guarantee um, you did
2: get hit or fined for it. So yes. I would think
0: can... so too, but I haven't seen anything. I was used yeah,
2: to I oh, did you just another four sound?
1: Don't think I've, I've seen, seen anything. Well, that was real. That was real. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, people, um, are, people are I, saying I haven't seen anything ever. that he's gotten. You know, fine. <laughs> uh that's kind of weird.
2: Uh, yeah. People are saying uh, maybe uh, thirty-four thousand dollars, but I th- I think it's uh, that's gonna be way more than that. I think it's gonna be in the hundreds. You know, it
0: I think it should be suspended for one game too. I, I think I yeah. think that that was clearly a malicious hit. That was not a yeah. I mean, even Max Crosby was pissed off. He's like, What the hell are you doing? Like, yeah, you know, Crosby was chasing him down, and I just feel like it's um yeah, and, and this is this is a great comment, guys. I know everyone wants to talk about uh Staley leaving. Actually, let's let's go to this Dude. one first. Exactly. Jew water. G- am i saying that right jew water does, sound- <laughs> does that sound correct hey <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I'm water. like did i read mean like that correctly i'm like i, I guess hey, so. you
2: better be careful how you say that G-water. one man you're
0: gonna get canceled dude good god yeah hey hey, hey we're a football podcast come on now i'm riding with yep. coach staley uh you can see it close <laughs> breath <laughs> <laughs> kelmore's offense needs to work in the second half and look i agree with you look i i had a, i had a really weird thought um so, OK, I really, truly believe that Brandon Staley has he understands what he needs to do against high passing offenses. Look, look at what we did with Miami. Honestly, they made every play work, every play. And you're like, OK, well, we sucked. Well, sure. But man, like he made perfect throws every time. We didn't get any pressure. He got the ball out super quick. I think the right play was called, but they just executed better. Yeah. You know, so consequently, right, I think we're scoring fine. We just got to get our defense on the same page. And you're right. If it continues being like a revolving door and you're bringing in new people all the time, you get no continuity. Like, you got to remember, you know, there's different players that that um, Anthony Lynn drafted. I mean, K-9 is a great example. That is not a Brandon Staley guy. Yeah. So, you know. I, I, when you have a revolving door, it just makes it really difficult. I just don't want to see Kellen Moore go to be a head coach anywhere else. I want to see him here one more year, really solidify with Herbert and go from there. Anyways, that's a long-winded conversation, but I think it's something we should discuss.
1: Well, and and that's, that's a great, great point. And I think to me, like, I lean my hat on, basically, he hasn't had a losing season. He keeps us competitive every single year. Yes, there is a lot of games where you're like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what <laughs> yeah, are give you give a new heart attack? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? But for Man. some reason or another, it just ends up working, guys. And like I I feel like we're not far off. Obviously, if you yeah. even look at the season, we're not far off being four and oh, oh and four, or two and two. We're just trying to make small little changes little that we long. need to make that I think Brandon Staley will that's figure out. That's not the time. one I wanted. <laughs>
0: Like, no, no, no! Keep, keep it, keep it going, keep it going. No, no, no! I,
1: th- I thought it was going to be the. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh let yeah, something. let me tell you. <laughs> no, yeah, but it was but, not I it. mean, yeah. what I'm basically saying is that I think Brandon Staley continuity at the head coaching position is my. Yeah, I, I think yeah. an ultimate importance on this team in general. Yeah. Every four years, you're resetting the team, philosophies, vibe, everything of the team. It just becomes a four year every year you're looking for a new head coach like go to the Steelers they've had three head coaches in their years like as a franchise that's incredible to think about they have won multiple Super Bowls like you got to just kind of ride out that ship for a little while longer like Bengals are one of those other franchises that hold the head coaches for a long period of time Zach Taylor right now like remember his first year was like one in 15 or something like that. He yeah, lost correct. Joe Burrow. I mean, there's a good chance he might have a losing season again this year, but they're gonna keep him there. Like long term coach, head coaching makes a lot of difference within this team. If there's nothing in internally that's happening that's throwing off the vibe or ownership's not seeing eye to eye, I don't want to see a reset, guys. I don't want to see a reset. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I and you're right. The two the two uh no great okay. reset. <laughs> okay, <Lisa. laughs> Agree. We used to watch that show like crazy. Yeah, the Bolt Pros. Yeah, hey. we, we love that show. By the uh, way, the Bolt oh, Babes. Bolt babes what's us- up,
1: Bolt Babes? Oh, what's good, Bolt Threw Babes? 320 yeah, bucks. Thanks. Thanks for the donation. But yeah, kind of bummed there's a bye week this week. I guess we are all going to be at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, no doubt. And with the old people, <laughs> Cracker Barrel Baby.
0: Stupid. Let Stupid. them go.
1: Hey, those pancakes. Those pancakes slap over there, dude. <laughs> They slap. <laughs> hey, man, we got we got
0: we, we gotta remove James from the podcast somehow. We gotta we gotta make that happen.
1: Hey, don't Pancake, slap. You
0: try, come, on don't come on now. Come on now. Jeez, dude. Jeez. Let's yeah, go. no, but yeah, no, but both babes, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Uh, and, and link up with us. Shoot us a message. You know, come on now. Like you know, our our emails at the bottom there. We are gonna be at the Bears game, so I think I think we're we're planning on all coming out. James, yeah. you coming out to the Bears game?
1: Not hundred percent sure on it. I know it. It's something I would like to do, so just do
0: it. Do, That's it.
1: Right. do it, do it, Just do it. Yeah, I know I'll see if I can tomorrow. try to make that one out because that would that would be a fun one to be at. Hopefully, we're not doing so by that time, you know.
0: Yeah, if we're two and four, we'll be in real trouble. Yeah, uh and Deets, I agree. I I feel like you know, the buy came at a right time, you know, Herbert's fingy you know, his little thingy got hurt, you know, um, I, I just, I just showed it like that too. That's great. I I, I didn't realize nice what bird, I was doing. Dude. Yeah. Nice yeah. Bird. His bird, his bird, but you know, but it's good. You know, we got a lot of people we can bring back. I think it's nice because you can also have the offense and defense kind of come together. What worked, what didn't go well, you know, what positions are really solidified. I think it's a good thing. And truly, man, a lot of people are talking about him being defensive rookie of the year, dude, that guy is blowing it up right now it's awesome if if he keeps moving the trajectory he's doing absolutely there's no there's no chance he won't
1: yep yeah absolutely and i'm excited to be able to see his his progression man
0: yeah um yeah and and this is a good point you know deets uh raiders charger stats mean nothing for the outlook of our season expect at least nice game for herbert next week Look, it's weird, man. I don't know what it is about the Chargers and Raiders, but man, we always have close games. They just they just don't like each other, you know. And and I mm-hmm. get it. We hate the Raiders, man. I watched like five videos on Twitter about these stupid Raider fans fighting, and they're Raider fans fighting Raider fans. They're not, yeah. you know. It's so that's stupid. normal. I'm like, that's normal. Man, just yeah. troglodytes, dude. Just troglodytes, yeah. like, <laughs> like absolute, like like hill people, dude. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Okay, Chargers should definitely keep Murray around uh, if he keeps it up. Don't make the same mistake as you. Yeah, you know I agree. Like, look, yeah. Here's the thing: the guy, guys. I'll say this: Kenneth Murray did a really good job of rushing the passer a couple times as well, too. He did great at that, man. So, you know, I've even seen him a lot as a bit of an edge rusher, you know, type. You know, um, you could move things around. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, and. It,
1: it, it, it's criminal that we let Uchenna go. Cause I mean, obviously we really only you know, gave him one year to try to prove it. And I think he proved it and then we yeah. let him go. And then he ended up getting signed for a really small contract in Seattle. Then yep. they gave him an extension. Like that's the right way to do it guys. Like, yep. yeah. Yeah. Let him go. We let him off the hook. Let him off the hook.
0: Yeah. And I think right now it's still, um, you know, will clap is going to be our guy. Um, uh, at least as far as I can tell. And then obviously, um, I think it might be Zach Bailey is the other backup center. It's either Zach Bailey or I, I don't think McFadden's done it in a while, but you know, we have a couple of people that can be a center. Yeah. Um, we, got, we got some options for sure. Um, I would, I would definitely say will Clapp probably is going to
2: take over. Um, I mean, cause he's, he's a bit of a veteran, you know, look, like, I mean, he's a little older, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely the next man up, but he might, ask for a, if he does well he might ask for way too much money so yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's it's, um, it's really interesting to see what will happen next year i mean and obviously cory lindsley's not necessarily truly out as a player yep. still so we'll True. see where it ends up going so
0: yeah yeah um interesting to see how that plays out uh henley was out there he's mostly been special teams but I I do suspect he'll come in a little more to do uh, coverage on like tight ends and such. I think I could see him being more of a coverage linebacker. Like, okay. You know, like when we, when we play the, the, the chiefs, right. I think he'll probably be on Kelsey a lot, right. They'll probably just say you are all over Kelsey, wherever he goes, you dry hump him up and down the field. That's it. That's all you do. And, you know, unless they use Derwin James on him like like they did in the past, but you know, I I could foresee that happening. So at least that's kind of my take on him. Yeah. Uh, using more pass coverage.
1: You know, they seem pretty happy with Nick Neiman right now. Um, yeah, I think we're just gonna allow Henley kind of grow a little bit, um, allow him to kind of get maybe even healthier too, because I know he had the hammy issue, so we'll see. I feel like well, he, he was
2: out um at a lot of the special teams formations before yep. anything, though. You know, it's like I mean, it's kind of like the way the NFL, you just gotta show up uh, in the special teams and then they'll give you a shot at the, uh, on the uh, starting squad, you know, offense, yep. defense, you know,
0: big time. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. Fourth and fifth rounder. Yeah. That's, that's definitely wishful thinking, you know, JC Jackson for the last two years has been arguably one of the worst and most expensive corners in the league with a horrible injury. Right. I mean, the fact that we even got what we got out of him is kind of a blessing, right? So sure. I mean, I, I, man, I would have taken a plate of tamales or something like that for him, dude. All <laughs> right, cool. Get uh, out well, of here. It's,
2: it's not December yet, so you, you got to wait for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, and Marcus says this, yeah, we have no leverage. You know, I mean, nobody wanted him, right? You know, and the right. Patriots only wanted him because Gonzalez went down and they yeah. lost um, uh, Judon, right? So, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. just interesting. Well, and Gonzalez went down, too, their other cornerback. And so he was playing really, really well. So they kind of had to make a move and they dipped into their past players, basically. And so, you know, it's kind of a win-win in the sense for us and for them. So it is what it is. You know, move on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, If Staley can simplify the defense, we'll be good. Team, our special teams, despite having gone off, our offense is killing it. Yeah, that's the truth. Our defense just seems to be middle of the pack. And then our special teams has normally been very good. J.K. Scott hasn't been great. You know, so I'm not sure what's going on there. But I'm assuming they'll get it squared away.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the bye week yeah. kind of just refocuses people and re-energizes people. So we we yeah. need to come out strong against the Cowboys.
2: Well, I mean that that's just it. Hopefully Brandon Staley figured out uh, who needs to go where by yeah. now because he keeps yeah. saying that. Oh yeah, we just haven't figured out everywhere. You know, it's like no, hey, that's it's crazy. the bye week now. You you better figure that out now. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you, you better have that yeah. figured out. You know, that's like yeah. yeah
0: marlo's teabagging dudes watch i mean I, I love it dude like honestly he looked great out there he did not look bad lane yeah. looked okay you know but he's more of a special team guy i think raheem Lane looked all right um uh let's see here oh just here taylor's great i'm not sure what his grade was uh um, yeah I,
1: I put it in there i think it was just a little bit in the 50s so. okay
0: so okay yeah. But again, they were rotating people in and out. I think, I think, I, I feel like some of those numbers are a little bit skewed because we were rotating people in and out a little too much. I'm like, man, that should have been figured out a while ago, in my opinion. I don't know why we're doing it in like live games. Let's figure right. things out. Like, come on. So, yep. yeah. Uh, and, and again, I really think that Brandon Staley just got enamored with JC Jackson. I I don't know that there was other teams that were even going to pay him what he was going to get paid. I, Mm-hmm. Kind of feel like we overpaid for him, but
1: oh, yeah. gosh, you yeah. just kind of never know, man. Oh, there we go. I mean, the hard stigma is any ex-Patriots player going to another team just doesn't work out. I saw a list. And it was like 28 players or something yep. came back to the Patriots over the last like Belichick like era. Like it's Seriously? multiple, <laughs> multiple times too. Like going from like Kyle Van Noy to Dolphins, Dolphins, then back to, to New England. Then obviously he didn't get signed again, but he's back in the East Coast with the Ravens. So, but the thing is though, like the Patriots are kind of like we always say. I always say, Grandpa Belichick will always bring you back, dude. Like yeah, he'll yeah. always Papa Papa Belichick will come bring you back, and that's the same thing for head coaches. Best believe, McDummy over there in uh, Las Vegas <laughs> gets fired, he's going right back to the going Patriots. Right on back dude. to the Patriots. Yep. yep, door is always open.
0: Go go cry home to mama so anyways (laughs) he's coming back uh
1: so it should be be, uh the cowgirls game cowgirls game uh yeah we we should should get him back eckler should be back for that game he sounds like it he's coming back
0: bosa look guys okay i think so my thoughts mike williams probably had his last snap as a charger i think he's done uh the amount of money he's getting paid injury prone i think he's going to be gone cut loose traded something you know um which breaks my heart because i love mike williams a lot but we, we got to get rid of some of that money there um secondarily bosa probably i'm almost thinking we keep mac over bosa but i don't know dude because mac is at least playing well you know maybe restructure his contract trade bosa away for whatever we can do um you know let williams go and then, then draft another wide receiver and edge rusher, and then uh, you know fill in the blanks with the rest of the draft. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But yeah. that should give us enough space,
1: you know. Yeah, um, it, it's kind I mean, of wild because um, I had an idea that if like the season kind of went off the wheels and just all the wheels fell off of this team or whatnot, I was thinking Bosa was going to ask to get traded to the Niners because the Niners have crazy amount of they salary of still to spend, and for this yep. year, and they signed his brother Nick Bosa obviously, but. Then they ended up trading for Randy Gregory. So they brought in Randy Gregory from the Bron- Broncos. So I think that idea of bringing in Bosa is probably not going to happen at this point. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I, I think it, we'll see. Next year, I'm not going to worry about next year at this moment. I'm just going to say, hey, look, like yeah. we got what's in front of us and hope for yeah. the best. Buckle up, boys. We're the Chargers yeah. fans, remember? Well, yeah. yeah. And again, I, right. you know, we always
0: said it better after the week four, anyways. You know, yeah. so the buy comes at a good time. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah.
2: Fingers crossed.
0: A Darwin um,
2: James trade that would be incredible. Darwin James I, trade? No way. I, I can't see that. I don't yeah. see that happening. But yeah, I mean, it's hey. I mean, if we can get a whole lot of thing things out of him, maybe yeah. you know, like I mean, yeah, like I mean that that I think it would be in in some way a smart move. Like just by the fact that we can probably get like you know three solid players out of him as opposed yeah, to just yeah. having one, you know, um one amazing player can give us like three great players, you know, like, I mean, that, that's what I would think, but I don't know. I mean, like, like, like Andy's saying though, too, like having these mid season trades whatever, like with, with people um, it's, it's not, not a really good thing to do Uh because, you know, they just, they just can't, you know, get their heads around like the new offense, new defense, whatever, whatever position they're playing, you know? So, it um it definitely causes problems like at
0: i can point. understand more on the defensive side of the ball over the offensive side of the ball just because especially if you're a wide receiver right because you right. have to uh you know you have to get on the same page as your quarterback uh yeah, who was the trade last year that happened um midseason and he guy got, got got like three throws thrown to him
1: like twice <laughs> what was his name uh, um there was the guy that uh from cardinals to the Dolphins. Yeah,
0: that it was something like well,
1: that yeah yeah. I can't remember. He renamed, uh, Robbie, Tom, Robbie. Oh. Anderson. Anderson,
0: Robbie Anderson. That's right. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, he, he got himself to something yeah. else. I don't even remember you named himself now. That's but. right.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like what's the point of even picking up a guy like that? They, yeah. That's part of the problem with the when, when a guy like a Mike Williams goes down, it's bad because you cannot replace that guy. You cannot replace him. Yeah. So, it's a bummer, man. You know, and again, look at that one 50-50 ball that was thrown to Q at the end of that game that would have iced the game. He literally went up and tried to body catch it again. It hit off his chest and fell down. Yep. And I'm like, man, dude, you know. Hands, baby, your Hands. Come on. Yeah. And hands. so I, I don't know what what happened there with that as well, too. So anyways, I, the thing is, Justin Herbert throws a very heavy ball, right? you know, it is, it is humming when it comes at him. So, you know, yep. you, you catch it in your chest. It's going to bounce off your pads pretty quick. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's got to figure that um, out. Okay. Here we go. Bolt Matic. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. What's good about Mike Bolt fam work from home to lunch. Nice. Good to have you.
1: Good to have you brother.
0: Yep. Uh, okay. And then kind of bummed out. We're not making moves. Uh, we should uh, make some uh, capital by bye week. Y'all see any moves, to trades? I, I kind of don't. Um, yeah. I just don't. I just really don't. I, I feel like we're we're over the cap. I mean, we got a lot of money coming out next year as well too. Right. And I don't know. Um, well, well, let me put it this way: someone like a Keenan Allen goes down, then yes, yep. then we are making a move. You know, um, but until something like that happens and there's no replacement there, then yes, it you know, so that's, that's my take on it.
1: Yep. I mean, I think we have a pretty good wide receiver group right now, but yeah, once again, I don't even want to talk about injuries. I I hate, yeah. I hate even talking about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I've heard this as well, too original one that Eckler's acting stupid and actually holding out on his own. Right. Yeah. And it kind of wouldn't surprise me. Um, But it's probably backfiring on him because now we won two games in a row and he hasn't played. Oh, do we need you now, Eckler? I mean, I think what he would have hoped is that maybe, you know, we would have lost, you know, maybe one and three at this moment or something like that. But now that we're two and two, it's like, well, it'd be nice to have you, but whatever, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of stuff.
1: Yep. 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 I don't know. It's just a lot of running backs aren't going to get paid or anything, too. I mean, I remember when they before the season started, they were talking about running backs, possibly faking injuries to be able to get have leverage and stuff. And I mean, it kind of worked for Jonathan Taylor or like he was complaining from the get go and then all of a sudden said he was injured. Now he's got a bag, basically.
0: Yeah, which is which is really weird. Okay, So X factors on both offense and defense uh, versus cowgirls. Well, you got you got to stop number 11 on the defensive side of the ball. You're going to have to double team yep. Parsons like crazy. I mean, no, no matter what, you chip them, put somebody out there, you know. Um, that guy, you got to keep him off of Justin Herbert. I would go back to a lot of what we did against um, the Vikings and kind of the quick game, you know, just get 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 the ball out in space. Right. Um, yep. I think if you do that, that would work out well. But, and I, I, would, I would also integrate Q on that, right? Get him into some screens, some bubble screens. Get some yak going with him, you know. Get him moving a little bit. I think that would be good. Um, but you know, man, if we could just put uh, put Dak on the ground, I think good things will happen with that team. You know, I don't think it'd be a problem. What are your guys' thoughts on 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 uh, Robert's question?
1: I'm going to say Darius Davis on both sides of the ball for offense yeah. and special teams. Yeah, um, I, I think it's kind of something. Dallas Cowboys currently are ranked zero in the. They're last in kickoffs obviously because they've scored a fair amount but they actually are the worst current based upon total stats returning stats in the nfl for special teams so i now once again i don't know if they've got any touchdowns scored on them or anything like that but at the same side i'm just kind of basing it on like darius davis and his speed on offense and speed on special teams probably would be a big factor i think tulio will be a major factor for our defense too uh, offensively, you're going to definitely say Andrew said, "O-line, uh, we got to find a way to keep Parsons away from Justin yep. Herbert. Like he's the engine yeah. that gets that offense or that defense going. You got to stop him. You cannot let him run free." Yeah, yeah. I um, I don't know. that Dallas
2: is going to be a tough game. I hate to say it, and that really makes yeah. me want to puke. But Dallas is a really tough team this year. They figured out something, and they are like they are on a very upward trend. And so I hope that the Niners kick the shite out of them. And, uh, you know, like they, they get all beaten up or whatever when, uh, for us and stuff like that, because we know that they are a they're, – they're in the top five on offense and defense right now. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that we need to adjust in order we need, for us to beat, beat that game. So um, as far as us goes, I mean, they're going to – oof. I don't. I don't know. Our offense needs to really step up in a big way, and I, I hopefully Eckler comes back and he balls out. You know, like freaking. You know, gets another two hundred yard game. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but uh, we need to we need to punch them holes for him. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've played last couple of years that we've played against Dallas. I mean, we've done well against them. I mean, yeah. I want to say the last time they came to SoFi it was a pretty low scoring game that they ended up beating us. But then I think the year before that we were in Dallas and beat them. I want to say it was like around Thanksgiving time um, that we ended up beating them out there, uh, which basically I think that season led us to potentially getting to the playoffs. So, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, you you would hope that Kellen Moore's got the inside scoop on what to attack and how to attack them. Obviously, they know who Kellen Moore is, so they know the scoop on us. It's going to be an interesting one. The whole They're going to talk a lot about the Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore connection, a ton of that. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, good point here, GTR man. Peyton and Dable, they're not doing great now, dude. Dable freaking imploded on uh, yeah. on uh, on his boy, dude. Woo. Yeah. So I mean, say what you want to say, but they're you know Peyton. Uh, look, I have never wanted to hire a coach after they went into like broadcasting because they're, right. they're not they're not yeah. they're not an existing coach. I mean, look what happened with Chucky, you know, when he went to the Raiders, right? And yeah. I've just never been a believer. I mean, they're paying him. What twenty million dollars a year for what, dude? Like it's a guaranteed contract. Good, yeah. You're, they're they're burning money in the air, dude. Peyton's not going to yep. be that great, so I don't know. I when you when you've been out of it for a long time, nah. I, I just don't think it's I don't think it's you know yeah. And, and right. Dable's a good coach, but I still don't think it's going to make, make that big of a difference. Yep,
1: I agree. You know, yeah, and his finger with, uh, again, duplicated finger. Oh yeah, so. Uh, Herbert's finger, yeah. It sounds yeah. like he's not going to miss any time or anything. I think it's just a dislocated finger, so he might have some yep. crooked looking fingers, you know. Yeah, he's yep. gonna be, be throwing, throwing the ball like this after for a while, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's the Arizona State, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's the shocker dude. thing, dude. Oh, yeah, shocker.
0: oh, like the that. Shocker. <laughs> oh no,
2: they got the shocker going,
0: yeah, yeah two in the pink yeah. one in the stink there we go <laughs> hey oh i want to see another body slam. Kelsey, taylor swift brah yeah dude uh <laughs> brah you know you know but look dude okay i said i should have been fired two years ago boy um let's see oh bull bros oh we got we got we got tommy t's burner phone let's go oh, let's Tom go Russell in the house let's let's do it let's do it um no, and again, I think we're going to be ready for the Cowgirls, right? I really do believe that you know at least this bye week is going to be good. It's going to give us an opportunity to to bring some wrinkles out against the Cowboys and then also the Chiefs, right? So I think that's good. These next two games are going to be big, going to be very big,
1: very yeah. very big. Larry, good to see you. Buddy. In my opinion, you got to go one and one minimum. You got to go one and one minimum. You got to stay in it. Bottom line, if we go zero and two, they're going to say, well, same old Chargers. We go one and one, we're going to be like just in it. If we go two and oh, now we're talked as contenders. So, right, yeah,
0: yeah, bottom lines are getting better. Um, uh, that's great news. Keep learning and getting uh, ready for the playoffs, run the Super Bowl. Yeah, you all see. I, I actually agree. I, I think we're fine. I mean, look, I truly believe we always tend to play our best game. Actually, every NFL team plays the best by the end of the season, anyways. I can understand the argument of bringing in more players. But I feel like this team has plenty of depth across the board anyways, right? I mean, we got we got a lot of players on our team that could step into roles. I mean, Dean Morrow is a great example. We picked him up and he's balled out, immediately balled out, right? So um, I, maybe this is your question for you, James. I know Ather's, this is, I think his first question.
1: Yeah, I've been hearing that there's lack of trust between Justin and QJ. Well, that's not good. They are linked to each other for the next four years, my bros. Yeah, no, I mean, We were chatted a little bit about that earlier in the show. It's like this bye week you got to see connection with QJ and Herbert. Like You have got to figure that out. He needs to be that big factor to put this offense Mm and keep this offense rolling. I feel like that last game, we utilized a little bit of Darius Davis out there because I think he's kind of that X-factor guy that kind of helped out a little with the run game and everything and utilizing his speed. But QJ needs to be a factor now needs to be a factor now like that's oh. got to be a factor he he could step in right right in for that uh you know mike williams type role and uh we just we need to get him get him out there right get him going
0: so, so we huh? 11k yeah only 11k yeah that's that seems it seems ridiculous that i mean really light yeah yeah i mean that's you know wow Yeah. And again, I I really do think that QJ will be fine. I just, I think, I think it might be a little bit of everything, right. First round pick, you know, his own personal expectations. And I really think that they haven't Herbert and him haven't really gelled a whole lot. Right. So,
1: I mean, it kind of is what it is. Well, in preseason, there was like a lot more, he was playing with the second uh, string guys too uh, with Easton stick. So familiarity, I think needs to be able to be more game time familiarity and um I think QJ will do well. I think Sarah B nailed it on the head. I think she'll get up. Hey, look, he's from Texas, by the way. So uh, he yeah. wants the ball out out that. Well, actually, no, excuse me. That game's here in LA. My bad. Um, <laughs> but he still wants the ball out against the Dallas Cowboys, right? Come on, let's go. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think it'd be. And by the way, QJ was open a lot, man. He yeah. really was. And he's created the separation he needs. I just think. Herbert clearly has maybe just not felt like, well, let, let's put it this way. Max throws a, a much lighter ball than Herbert. Herbert puts some freaking stank on it when he throws the ball. So, you know, these wide receivers got to have some pretty damn good hands. And so I, I think, you know, he's had enough drops where I think he gets a little fr- stressed out and frustrated. Um, go. Bull
1: babes threw another 49.99. So you had to go. Oh, hey, uh, geez. Um, yeah, James, don't tease us the pancake slap. Man, you know, those pancakes were good though. I wasn't knocking them at all. <laughs> we'll win against the Cowboys. Uh, and Herbert is the type of person that will stay playing no matter how hurt he is. He's just that's just who our quarterback is. Yeah, no doubt. He's, yeah, for sure. He's one of those guys that's just an Iron Man. And you you know, it's the same thing with Phillip Rivers. He was an Iron Man, and you gotta you gotta love a guy like that. He's kind of one of the rare few, I think, in the NFL that are just. Hey, rub some dirt on it. Get it back out there, my man. Pat him on the butt. Let's go. Get back out there, bud. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, and thank you so much, Bolt Babes. Again, message us, you know, shoot us a message. So we're going to be at the the Bears game. Um, So, yes, definitely link up with us for sure there. Um, Leonard Fournette, cheap veteran, minimum deal. You know, I've always liked Leonard Fournette. That guy's kind of a, you know, just a just a big bruiser back which yeah. is kind of cool so a bowling ball yeah yeah i like that idea um but you know you never know right like i said and by the way darius davis was being used in really some cool ways i really like that initial run play that we did against the raiders and man he he that was like 50 yards almost took that one to the house man i mean it was absolutely incredible so you know um just really cool justin good to see you man good to see you on uh, youtube as well too so it's The platform we use the most, um, so let's see here. Okay, we have got the bolt babes. Okay, by the way, yeah, Parsons, is a great player. Uh, we have Slater Island, yeah, I tell you what, dude, Slater, ridiculous, bro. Yeah, so, yep. yep, he'll probably be on Pipkins, I would assume, more than anything, in my opinion. Um, you know, and that's Beard what kind of sucks. For oh
2: man, he came late late to the party today.
0: Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Bolt Lighting, what's up, man? How are we doing? Good to see you. I'm gonna buy Bitcoin. I'm gonna buy some Bitcoin. What Bitcoin's probably 50 bucks now, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey. Oh jeez. Oh my goodness. I guess. Um yeah, so I I guess this is good. So oh, you're gonna be out of town. That's not cool. Well, reach out to us, bull babes. Either way, definitely reach out to us, have conversations with us for sure. Um uh bummer. Okay. Well, I know we're about an hour and a half out this moment. I know we, yeah. we can get a little long winded, you know. And this yeah. is a bye week. Yeah, It was all right. We
2: just talk, chat with people. You know, it's all good. Want to chat?
0: And again, guys, uh, in the chat, would you want us to go live Sunday night football? It's going to be Niners Cowboys. Okay, do you want us to go live? Because um, we can, but you know, we we want if, if, if we want to make sure people are going to be there, right? You know, at least a few folks wanting to watch the game with us. Mm-hmm. We do a game cast. So let us know in chat if you want us to, uh, to go live uh, for the Sunday night football game. So final thoughts, I, who wants to go first?
1: You sounded like you were ready to rip. So let's go. Yeah. Let's let uh, you, get, you start. I'll go.
0: I'll go. So look, I, I think bottom line guys, I think that, I think the bye week in a weird way came at a good time. I think we have four weeks on both sides of the ball that they could stop and go. Okay. This went well. This didn't go well. Let's change this. Let's let's adjust that. You know, and, and yeah, they do that every week, anyways. But this is a good opportunity for us to really look at fourth down plays and really start saying, okay, this is what we need to do on fourth down. I have not been a huge fan of our fourth down plays to some degree. Right, but like the tush push is not. We're not going to do the tush push with this finger. There's no way that's happening. No way that's yeah. happening. So, you know, my thought is we got to do something a little different. But, look. I think I, I think there's a very good chance we, we win the next two games and, heck, go 4-0 these next four games. I really think we can. Our defense is what's holding us back, 100%. We just need our defense to be a little better. Um, I don't know. I I, I I want to see this this defense get a little more solidified at, off of the bye week. That's what I really want to see. The offense is going to be fine. Offense is going to be fine. We're just going to score points, but it's a defense.
1: Yep. Kyle, you want to go to your last thoughts? Yeah.
2: I think we're going two and two these next four games.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And sorry, sorry to say, I really feel like uh, we're, we're going to lose to the, the Cowboys and we're going <laughs> to lose to the chiefs at home at their, at their home. Um, Like, and you're right. Like, I mean, offensively, I think we'll be okay. We should be able to score points, but I'm just not seeing uh, the progression that I want to see out of this defense from Brandon Staley. Like, we're just not like, we're not holding teams under points, you know, like, and like, they're scoring on us left and right. Like, and just, yeah. we've, we've totally flopped our, our, our defense. Like we used to be a really, a tough passing team that you had to run on us now, but now you can run on us and you can pass on us. Cause we're just, we're just not able to hold anything down. It's just, it's been aggravating um, and you know, like we're letting them stay too close into the game. Like we're just, we're loosening it up. Yeah. Like we're not really a second half team in either anymore too. Like we're, we're just constantly just, we're hardly scoring anything third and fourth quarter. And that's an absolute problem. You got all gas, no brakes, pedal to the metal, you know, keep your foot on their throat. You know what I'm saying? And just like, and then let's, then we can actually win some games. And for these next two games, I mean, these are the, the these next two games are the most important out of the four next four, and yeah. if if we can split them, then that's great. But I I, I just don't see. I, I mean, I have a hard time seeing the wins uh, coming from these two games for, with what we've seen these last four games. So yeah, hey dude, hey
0: Kyle, you need to get your head back in the game, son. <laughs> hey, 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 just just like my dating life, I'll ask no breaks. That's what it is. I'll ask oh, no
1: breaks. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it didn't seem I'm like a lot of
0: people out there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, oh go ahead, James. Yeah. All right. Well, last thoughts on my side. Kyle made some good points, though. Like, the thing about it is, is like, I personally think we'll go one and one. We'll find a way to be able to either beat the Chiefs or beat the the Cowboys one of the one of those two like I said earlier in the show if we go zero and two then they're going to say same old Chargers if we go one and one we're just kind of in there just kind of in that mix if we go two and oh we're contenders at that point like that's pretty much what's going to happen now I'm going to say to Kyle's point if we go oh and two we're having once again the same issue we cannot beat good teams and yeah. that's our problem with this team and has been a problem for the last year pretty much with this team. We got to find a way to beat good teams. And we were so close in a lot of the other two games that we ended up losing, but we ended up not finding ways to close out the games. I think bottom line, we got to get both of the offense and defense special teams all on the same page. And everybody needs to be able to think that same way as all gas, no brakes, basically, basically all game, every game. So you got to find a way to close games out. You got to find ways to be able to end those good teams and, and crush them like it's been such a long time that i feel like we just had a confident game like that raiders yeah. game i was confident for that one for about three quarters give or take and then it just started just the wheels started falling off and i'm like this is not supposed to happen this way guys yeah, it was right. so, but we bottom line need to be able to get the whole team on on the same page um, right and i i hope the bye week really helps us out on that yeah, yeah i
2: agree well, of course a lot of people blew up on me in in the chat there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean we're going to beat be the Cowgirls, dude. We're going to beat the
2: Cowgirls. I mean, dude, y- y'all we've we've been Chargers fans our whole lives. Yeah. Like you you see the way that the Cowgirls are playing right now, like the, these these are more like the Cow Bros right now, you know? Like they're <laughs> they're, they're doing really well this year. And we are not. I mean, yes, yeah. the, the Cardinals exposed them. So we got to figure that out and do something like that. So, like, we're – I don't know, guys. Look, I'm i am very skeptical about our chances to, to beat the, the Cowboys this year. Um, and you know, some people are saying that we we tend to kind of split with the Chiefs a lot, like win, win against the Chiefs the first game. And that just that hasn't happened either. I think we're 0-4 against them uh, these last two years with Staley. So – i just don't know guys yeah. yeah well it'll
0: be interesting to see either way i mean i think um you know i, I again we have played a lot of really close games and like i said i think the bye week comes at a good time i think these next two games are very pivotal right it you know if we can win both of them then man we are absolutely contenders and people are going to be excited to talk about the chargers again and you know it is what it is man so Uh, And I do believe Parsons will be healthy for the game. Of course, you never know, right? I mean, I I believe he's going to be in for the Niners game. So, again, guys, do you want us to do a live for Sunday Night Football? We had a lot of yeses. Uh, Give us a thumbs up or a yes. Um, That'd be good. You know, let us know. Um, But, you know, we were thinking about doing it. We did Thursday Night Football. That was a pretty freaking boring game. Commanders and Bears. Ain't nobody cares about those teams, really, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so um it,
2: it was kind of a dry run for us we were just kind of like we figured out some things too some people yeah. joined us but you know we, i mean we we were talking more about the chargers the whole time but not the game so and yeah and that's what we totally would do so
1: hey just a, okay. just a thought too um yeah parsons didn't practice pretty much all last week because of an injury so okay. but i mean th- there's a fair amount of injuries on cowboys like i said talking about their o line and First time the O-lines practiced together since 2021, I think it was, or some crazy thing like that. So, you know, I mean, hypothetically, you got to say Michael Parsons is going to be out there, but, um, I, you know, it's unspecified right now about what's going on with him. Uh, Well, they're actually saying that he was light practice, light practice, full practice. So different report that I was looking at. But they got a lot of their starters that are kind of banged up. So, but – that's the season NFL, right? And that's one thing too, guys.
0: That's one thing you have to remember. No matter how a team, it doesn't matter how a team starts, it's how you finish. Yep. That's my dating motto. You know, <laughs> you, 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 start fast and finish. I always finish. But my point is, my point is guys, you have to also remember in the NFL, it doesn't matter how awesome you are out of the gate. right? literally it does not matter how it's, it's all about how you get hot at the end. Um, and that's the whole point, right? Now, again, the Chargers, yeah, again, are we going to be the contenders or pretenders, right? So, I look, like, I'm just really hoping this bye week gives us enough time to figure things out. We could dry hump these hoes real quick, dude, get them right. done, put these babies to bed. And, um, yeah, James, uh, Boltmatic lives in AZ. You got to link up. Hey, look, um, our, our email is in the description below.
1: So, definitely email us up as well. too. Hit us, hit us up and email yeah. Bolt, everybody. Up. We were linked up with him. He was at the Ainsworth in downtown Phoenix, I believe. Oh yes. uh, Okay, good. So that was really cool. And they, they've been actually having uh, groups down there linking up to watch games too. So good,
0: yeah, good, 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 good. All righty, guys. Well, you know, we're the Bull Bros. I guess we're going to go live tomorrow. So we're going to make that happen. Hopefully James can join. You know, even if you just join for a few minutes, you know, let us know and- yep. You know, we could kind of go in and out whenever, but uh, it'd be good. It'd be good for us to see a cow cowgirls game and and see you know what we think about them. And hey, dude, the Niners look good too. So, you know, people keep talking about Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can see. So, no doubt. Well, <laughs> oh, I love, the bro. Right. I love Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>